What's up, crew? It's your boy, African Ass Joe. This is BX Carl. You're now tuned in to episode 32 of the Man Crush Mondays podcast, a podcast for men, by men, with a little bit of love from the women. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're not going to keep y'all waiting, but for so long, because we late. <laughs> this is CP time. And as you heard by the intro, um, not the entire crew is here, but two of the most active members are. So I guess y'all y'all should be able to appreciate that, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, just want to make sure that we don't stray too far. We've been uh, pretty consistent in... Uh, you know, want to get back to uh, to our listeners, right? Get you up to date on what's been happening with us. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were supposed to upload an episode on Monday, and it was a holiday. There was barbecue. Um, yeah, life happens. Some people have shrimp on the grill. Other people have steak. Um, there's a lot of fuck shit going on. So we'll give you guys a quick recap of what's been going on with us and then jump right into our uh, typical conversation. So, um, since the last time we spoke, I've just been out here working, grinding, minding my business, doing my exercises and shit, trying not to be a chubby dude no more. Um, what about you, Carl? Uh, probably a little bit of uh, the same thing. It's been working and getting some projects together. I got a... Uh Summer Jam coming up uh, literally in the next day or so. So I do a portrait series there. So it's just going to be a lot of setting up tomorrow, um, getting that, you know, working out the kinks so that we can be prepared for the chaos that is uh, Summer Jam on Sunday. And um, that's about it. My mother just uh, had her second to last um chemo treatment so i'm just waiting on this last one to happen in june and yeah it's been a it's been a uh a, a tumultuous lot. ride yeah you know since uh her finding out last february um and going through surgery and chemo radiation it's just it's been it's been a you know a process for for my family and i to kind of go through but um We've been there in support of one another. My mother's a champion. She's, I mean, blown, just blown me out the water and just how she's taking it in stride. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, you know? It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um. So, Rome has boarded a jet plane back to Los Angeles. <laughs> mm-hmm. He um had to get back to business out there holding down a team on the West Coast. Um. So, he will be missed this episode. But um, he'll be back sooner than later. And as for our resident thought, yeah, Pete, 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 or as he would like to call himself, the thought perspective. Mm-hmm. He is currently handling some baby stuff. You know, for those of you that have been keeping up with the episodes, um, you would know that Pete has recently announced that he's having a baby girl, and um, <clears throat> this weekend is his baby shower. So. He's got a lot of things to get ready for, um, hopefully a lot of gifts, and he has to carry all of that shit back to his apartment, so he's making space, so Pete is not going to be with us for this episode, hopefully he'll be around for the next, but enough with the housekeeping, 
let's get into the shit that's been going on around the world. Um, we don't typically talk on political topics and things of that nature, but I feel like this is something that we need to tackle head first. Um, <clears throat> Carl, how do you feel about all of this? Um, all of this um, post this pre Roe v. Wade conversation with all these um southern states trying to um well not trying to but banning abortion and legislature <clears throat> um it's just interesting just how regressive a lot of this has been um not that it hasn't been that i think we've just been in a bubble especially being in a lot of these urban cities new york la we don't run into as many of the issues that I guess they come across in the Midwest and, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's much of a conversation to have, you know, you shouldn't be telling a woman what she should and shouldn't be doing with her body. It's, I didn't even know that that would be up for debate again. I thought we had, you know, but then again, we thought the same thing about, you know, quote unquote racism, you know, right. You know, um, so I mean, it's from what I've been reading up, it's a deeper scenario where it's... Uh, what have you heard about it? Because I don't know if you know, one of, I have a couple of good friends that are um, in government and in politics. Mm-hmm. And I've heard some funky shit that's like literally when you put it on the chessboard and you align the pieces, it's actually a very brilliant evil scheme. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just heard that it's been a population control kind of thing with... Um, there being a fear amongst white people not being the majority, which I don't, I mean, I'm surprised if they are at this point, but this system from what I gather is supposed to be a way to keep out reproduction from anyone that is not white, any other minorities, which would include the wall going up, not allowing other people into the country. And, to cut down on the amount of abortions because portions because from what i understand that's the numbers amongst white women have been pretty high and so out of you know a little so bit becky of, and i'm just out here being reckless and apparently the numbers are showing that it's 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 pretty high amongst the white women so the powers that be are a little bit in in fear and they're the only thing that they can really do because from what i understand i think it's like 2025 or something like that they said that um the i think hispanics uh, or spanish uh community will will outrank white uh, majority and i mean they already know what that means once once they lose that control it's a wrap so to avoid it, they're probably, you know, they're putting in, this is the only way that they do things. It's the same thing with racism. Like, they can't blatantly grab you, put you on a plantation, have you work, but they can implement systems, including mass incarceration and grabbing up young minority males, putting them in jail, having them work for pennies, and essentially doing the same thing, but just through a system that's set up. So... This is, from what I understand, is another means to an end in the fear that they have. Most of these are done out of fear. Most of these policies are done out of fear. So hopefully um, there's a way to combat it, but it, it's, it's all crazy. And You know what? Um, I'm surprised you didn't stop me 
I said some shit just trying to be funny, and you you didn't catch it. What's that? I said Becky was out here being reckless. Um, I want everyone to understand that I am not a believer uh. or, or an advocate for the thought or the frame of thought that um, abortions are only for when people are being reckless. Because truth be told, whatever reason you have to go get an abortion is yours, and it it does not depend on any man or any other woman outside of you. Right. Um, we've had this conversation funny enough before this whole legislation push happened in the South. We had a conversation, a pretty deep conversation on this podcast. Was it last episode? It was last episode. Last episode, we discussed um, our run ins with um, abortion and like stances on it and how we felt about it. So I don't think we should um, go any further. If you are unaware of where we stand on this shit, you should probably go back and listen to the last episode, which was episode 31. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah. Um, from what I'm made to understand is that Roe v. Wade was passed in the Supreme Court, so it's something that that has to be upheld. Um, what they're trying to do now is on a local level, on a state level, they are banning, not banning abortion wholly, but banning abortion in like the very early stages of pregnancy to force a Supreme Court hearing. And essentially, forcing a Supreme Court hearing could force a different decision from Roe v. Wade, which is still very fucking nasty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's really hard to wrap your head around whatever we're in, just collectively. But um, yeah, it's it's all out of control. And um, but you know, the 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 great thing about it is just like everything that we've seen with racism being on the forefront and the just the pushback from the community i think you know women are the wrong ones to fuck with bottom line like you like you're not going to tell a woman what she can do with her body like those policies can go wherever they want but i need to see you collectively like try to stop collectively women from doing what they need or what they feel is best for themselves like is we're not in the era of, you know, housewives stay home and right. The women making more out. money than the men all these it's, days. It's I don't know about all that. And a but lot of and a they're lot making, of they're making fields, they're pushing it. They're making more money. I don't. I still. It's still not equal. There still needs to be a lot more done to make things equal. Um, I still think it's seventy-five to one hundred percent is the is the uh, ratio. Right. I, um. But. Again, uh, we're not talking about an era where you could just do that. I think a lot of these politicians, I'm sorry, need to die off because they're that old. Right. It's um, a lot of old. It's a lot of old politics and beliefs in the in the government right now. Yeah. I'm. I mean, sorry, you're just collecting dust and making people upset with your outdated thought process. So right. Um, but yeah, I did. I think especially with the fact that Democrats have so many women in in place right now, I. I just don't see it happening in the way that they think it's going to play out. It's just interesting to see the balls basically to make this, um, just to, just to make this stance. The audacity it takes to make this push. I mean, come on. This it's Yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm getting popcorn sitting down watching it go down, but you know, um, and whatever else I come across in, in ways to help, um, help, with it, it's obviously great. Gratefully, it's not something that we have to deal with here in New York. But just any any presence of it is a threat 
you know, because it can grow anywhere, just like we saw with the same thing of, you know, the powers that be or the the people that rally behind Donald Trump, where we were like, oh, nobody's actually reading into the rhetoric that he's talking about. And then it's like the next thing you know, he's a president. He's a president. And then next thing you know, a bunch of closeted like racists are now out in the open and we've got Charlottesville and we've got all this other crazy shit. You know, something that um, that kind of lost its win for quite some time. And I feel like the men over here at Man Crush Monday should um, try to help push the reemergence of this movement, which would be um, protect our women. Right. All day. Because um, for a very long time, there was a conversation around protecting our women. And in some instances, it was um, attached to rape and other like misfortunate instances that were outside of the scope of anyone's control but now we just live we live in a day and time where as men um whether you're a man of color whether you're not a man of color um we have the responsibility of taking care of our women not that women can't take care of themselves but we should be the backbones we should be the reinforcements we should be the supporters the 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 first people on the line to back them in any decision that they make and we should make sure that the legislation that is being passed and the and the laws that are being passed are like benefiting our women. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's just I don't I don't know that there's an active um there's an active front on the male side to do so. I think um just with other complacencies that we have is just like, oh, things are better than this and it's it's no different than what we say about wanting white people to stand up for injustices that they see because if you allow it to happen it's it's just a cancer that spreads so we need white people to jump in as much as we need us to stand up for ourselves and the same thing goes for women like we should do more to protect our women i think there's um there definitely is a complacency and like, oh, things are better. You know, they're making more money. People are listening to them more. And it's just like, it's not equal. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not at a place where we should never be getting comfortable with it in the first place. But for the, the, the position that women hold, not in society, just because society is the, the, the way that the system is set up. It's not really meant to acknowledge this, the quality that a woman brings to our lives, it I, we should take it upon ourselves to recognize it and stand up for women because we know that the the odds stacked up against them are what they are. You know, um, this is what it is. I try my best in every every chance I can to um, push an agenda that is in favor of a woman. So if I'm if I've been given a director. Um, situation I've gotten a DP that was a woman if I, if I have a creative um, project I'm working on I try to incorporate women as much as possible just because I know that it's just not it's just not balanced you know even as a male even being a minority as males we still have more of a benefit here that's one thing that we have over over um, over women is that it's still it's still a male um, world like dominated world it's so if any chance that you can get in that sense we're like how white people are in our scenario when we have those issues is like as a man you have the ability to reach back help women 
crack a door open, try to push them through, you know, like whatever you can do to um, to just equal out the playing field. So, I mean, I think that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I just think that there's a complacency in thinking that things are so moving so well. It's no different than saying, oh, I thought racism was over. And you try to explain to somebody that there's microaggressions. They're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, they don't take the time to do it. And it's the same thing for men. We have to take the time to really um, just invest, invest, uh, right. listening. Love, just, love, honor. Yeah, just listen, just listen, ask questions. Like, what's going on? How are you guys, how is this happening? Is this, is, are you, what is your experience with this? How can we do, what can we do to help? Those are things that, I think as men, we need to do more of. So, yeah. I mean, protecting and honoring and loving our women, it goes like, we can do that in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I was on the train on my way here today. And um, I sit down on the five train, and there's a lady that walks on the train with a baby stroller, and she's pregnant. I just so happen to take the last seat. She gets on the stop after me. I stand up to give my seat to her. And everybody is looking at me like I got a unicorn horn. And I just don't understand it. It's like, yo, get up and get that woman your seat. What if she fall? What if somebody bump into her? Like, we got to do better, fellas. Like, I think we should just come up with a list of ways that we can honor and respect our women. I mean... To be honest, it's just a matter of of treating them like equals. That's that that's the first thing, you know, to treat them like equals. To I think we should know. be doing more than treating them like equals. No, I mean, I think we should give them more love than we feel like we deserve. It, because it, it, women deal with a lot of shit, bro. Have you ever been catcalled? No, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just saying that it. There are a lot of misogynistic things. Intertwined in our everyday that we don't even realize um, has an impact on women, and so that's why I say the first thing is to start to treat them like equals, just as human beings. Acknowledge them as human beings. A lot of people see them as as objects or you know sources of what they need, and not as human beings capable of going through the same hardships and needing to have somebody you know just just acknowledging it because I mean. There are some women that I know that are like, listen, I I do what I do. I don't need anybody to give me more. But just the basics of acknowledging them as a as a as a human being with respect and the ability and the capabilities to do everything a man does and more. They're they're they have there are things that there's so much more that women do that we can't do. So just from that standpoint, I Ain't think that it's a the start. truth. That's the truth. Um Yeah. This is one of the topics where I wish we had one of our homegirls in the in the studio with us to go over these conversations. But um, time has just been so tight, so we haven't really really been able to like you know get the people into the studio and as as involved as we would like. Um, but today has been a good day. But yeah, um, respect our women, love our women, and um, we want to give you guys some game to make sure that you are um implementing this love and honor and respect for our women. Um, going into the summer, right? Um, here in New York City, it just got warm. It got hot, hot. Like it was, it's eighty degrees today. It's actually summer now. Like there was no spring really. It just you know jumped. You know, a little bit of winter, kind of like uh, I'm not sure. Now it's just 
just hot. It's hot. It, it's raining though. It's it's raining and hot. But um, we're 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 choosing to ignore the rain and we're working on focusing on this summer. So what we'll do is we'll give you guys what we think are some vital bits of advice on how to maneuver the summer respectfully and, and with class, right? Because summer is, is, is a very interesting time in um, major cities, LA, New York, Dallas, Atlanta, because that's when um, all the bodycon dresses come out. That's when all the short shorts come out. That's when all the skinfully clad um, like clothes come out. And that's when dudes start to throw on the sweatshorts, the tech flea sweatshorts, Pete's favorite. You. Yeah. Um, call too. Yeah. Um, this is where all the all the all the winter workouts in the gym come come time to show your results, and you wearing the clingy shirts. And listen, this is where you get the receipts from all that workout, right? Yeah. And there's there's one or two ways to go about it. You could go about it in a very classy way, and um, just continue to elevate your status on on the playing field, or you could go about it like a pool putt, like like a like a thirst bucket, and um, shake shit up and have your winter be a very lonely season so um yeah carl let's go on to um some some very important like tricks of the trade or how to have a successful summer what do you what do you think what what, what do you put on the board i mean for me the rule number one is if you don't already have somebody that you rolling into the summer with just don't be thirsty like i can't think of a scenario where being thirsty is going to be helpful at this point um just find a way to be yourself as much as possible um i've seen it at the little pool joints already the little barbecue setups and you know guys getting let out of the cage running into the into the crowd like oh lord yeah it's 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 interesting to watch um but yeah i think just you know just don't be thirsty um i think we go but i think the thirst topic though the thirst portion of this um, conversation we'll save for the next episode but keep going keep going yeah i mean um yeah that's 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 one thing um and uh i think to be honest other than that i think the best the best thing is just to enjoy it especially here in new york because this window of the hot weather the warm weather is so short next thing you know we'll be turning around and it's fall um just try to enjoy it as much as possible. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, let me paint a picture for y'all. You wake up, it's 75, 80 degrees. As soon as you wake up, AC on, but it ain't really working. It's time to go out. Fourth of July is, is right around the corner, but we just passed Memorial Day. So, we'll say it's a barbecue or a cookout or somebody just having a kick back outside. And you're invited. You're throwing a good fit. Your smell goods is on. Good pair of shoes or sneakers. Nice watch. Haircut. Fresh lineup. You dressed in price. You're ready to do your thing. Here's what you don't do. Don't be the guy that feels the need to tell every woman that walks by, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. <laughs> don't be the guy that feels the need to say something to every woman that you don't know. Or do things outside of the normal to um try to gain attention, right? Nobody likes a loud nigga. I know I'm not supposed to be saying nigga, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, oh. <laughs> Nobody likes the loud dude, right? Everyone knows that the loud dude is the most inadequate dude at the party. So 
that's that's a very big tip. Another big tip. Um, and I've heard this time and time again from a lot of my lady friends, not just in the curly community, but just like in these streets. Fellas, don't put your hand on nobody. Don't don't grab no girl's hand. Don't try to smack her ass. Don't grab her arm or her elbow. Please don't do that little caressing of the elbow with the with the fingertips thing. Fellas, ladies hate that shit. Just approach everything like you're on a ride or a roller coaster. Keep your hands inside Side the, car. the car. Don't <laughs> reach out. Don't touch nothing. Don't you can you can absolutely if you want to make a compliment, cool. With 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 class with class and then if I mean the biggest thing is if you do give a compliment don't have any expectations because I never understood the guy that feels a way about the woman that doesn't respond to him making a yo I said you beautiful like dog you don't know how many times she heard that all day and how many times she's had to take somebody's number just to not feel threatened in some way like she's just trying to get to her destination so. Just try to keep in mind that if you make the compliment, you are not owed a response or a thank you or what have you. Right. Um, you aren't on anything. And um, I mean, look, everybody is out here just trying to have a good time. Right. Um, don't overdo it, please. We we want we want to invite our lady friends out. And what happens a lot of the times when dudes hit their lady friends or girls hit their lady friends and be like, hey, Carl having a barbecue, Joe having a barbecue, Rome having a barbecue, P having a barbecue, y'all should come through. One of the, a part of that conversation is like, what kind of niggas they going to have over there? <laughs> and the reason why these conversations happen is because they want to know, are these dudes going to be laid back like the team, like the crew, or... Mm-hmm. Are these going to be some thirsty dudes that ain't never been around women before? Right. Like, thirst levels have to be at, at a quenched level. You know what I mean? You have, to be, you have to be completely satisfied when you walk in. When you walk in and know that women like attention, but they don't want you to come off too aggressive. Yeah. Or needy. Because oh. if, you're, if you're asking for this type of response and that one, or you're just even seeking anything, it's, you're, you know, you're coming off as needy. I've never been that way. I, I've thankfully been schooled by plenty of women growing up and understanding that, hey, they want to they want to feel interested in the guy that's not necessarily pushing up on them. Like, who's that guy over there or, or what have you? It's not necessarily about just being the first to attack. And if, you know, if you are somebody that a woman's interested in and you're across the room, she will indicate to you that it's open for you to do so. And right. I'm, you know, so again, try not to, you know, repeat myself on the thirst thing, but just, just try to have a glass of water for that thirsty ass. Just try to be easy. <laughs> just we all just trying to have fun out there. It's not that serious. Let's just, you know, respect each other's space, time, have fun. You know, you make some friends. You ain't even got to be about smashing each other. Just right. Start off as friends, and you see where it goes from there. But you know, I mean, look. Uh, you you got you got the game. We just gave you game on how to how to handle things and how to approach if you do approach. But let's take it a step further. Let's say you get the phone number, or let's say a lady at the at the party is giving you the time of day and she's she's seeming interested, right? Engage in a friendly conversation. 
Don't be a thirsty dude. Let's say you get the phone number and she wants to be in touch. She say, make sure you text me. Make sure you call me. Fellas, rule number one, when you get a girl's number, don't ask her to send you a pic, fam. I don't know when this became a thing. I don't care when it became a thing. But every woman I know that has come across a dude that hits you with the send me a pic for your contact or whatever reason you asking them to send you a pic, they canceled you already. They canceled you already. And if they didn't cancel you, they might be a little desperate. So those are the ones you got to be you got to watch out for, beloved. It's 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 a tricky game out here. I mean, Show some restraint. <laughs> like, have some class to your ass or something. Like, please. Um, what else? Could, what, what other tips you got to give them, K-Dot? Um, I think just, you know, if you uh, go into events, just try to try to stick with your clique or try to stick with people you know so you don't end up at the wrong type of event or feeling like you regret the good time. Just, you know, know map it out. You know, map out. Who you rock with? I think a lot of people have their clique already or their crew, but you know, every now and then, you guys, you guys end up at a party that you're like giving each other the look, like I don't even know how we ended up here. But um, you know, just like I said, just be safe out there and 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 enjoy it and and respect each other. I don't and don't be kissing strangers in the mouth. You see how that Coachella shit played out? <laughs> you you know what? You're not aware about the Coachella herpes outbreak? Oh, shit. <laughs> nah. Fam. Yo. They said like hundreds of people caught herpes out on Coachella. Yep. That's why you don't find me out there, man. Kissing I got people no, on the mouth. I got no parts. I'm I'm too old. You won't find me. If you find me at Coachella. It's a check involved. I might. I'm a, yeah, I must, there must be a check and I'm, I'm backstage or something like that. I have no... Desire to be out in that field, standing up, waiting for acts. I mean, no res- no disrespect to the shows and performances they give, but yeah. I mean, I I can't say I'm I'm shocked to hear anything about herpes spreading in that type of environment, but Ugh. glad not to be. Uh, yeah, I'm not paying money to be in, out in that. I think that the final bit of advice I have for the summertime. It's to be transparent. You got to be transparent with everybody you you meet. All right. Um, we've all heard the I'm not looking for a relationship line. We've all heard I'm just looking to have some fun. But like you really got to be transparent on both ends. And we know we have a lot of lady listeners. So this is for y'all as well. Be transparent and respect the transparency. So if somebody tells you that they do not want a girl, they do not want a boyfriend, they just out here having fun. If they tell you they don't want nobody calling them all the time, they tell you they don't want nobody stressing them out, yeah, you got to respect that shit. Like, truth be told, it's very unlikely that you're going to be the person to change someone's mind or thoughts about having a significant other at this point in time, especially when it's hot outside and everything is just working in their favor. Yo, For some reason, someone has the ability to just switch up the momentum for people. So, um... Don't be that guy or that girl that thinks that you can change this person's outlook. Like, like respect the transparency. And mm-hmm. yeah. also, we said this in the previous 
um, episode Like yo Some people just be wanting to fuck Ladies Gentlemen If you just want to fuck And have a little summer fling Don't feel a need to Put on a front like you want a relationship You want love Or you want You want, you want that deep found passion w- With somebody Because That's very misleading And that's how people get cut Like <laughs> Come on be transparent and respect the transparency, Carl. What do you say? Yeah, I just think that that's the way that you do it as an adult. I don't. I don't think it should be that complicated. You know, if if you want to be with somebody, be with somebody that wants to be with somebody. If if you're trying to, ch- like, I don't know why you would want to put in that much effort. If somebody shows you in the beginning that they don't want a relationship, they're saving you from a whole lot of frustration in trying to get them to come over to the other side. It's just not worth it. You know, be friends, be cordial, but there are plenty of people that want to be in relationships. So you should be out there seeking that if that's where you're at. But if someone tells you, cause it's a lot for someone to tell you directly. And there's a lot to know what you want out of life. When they say they don't want a relationship, you should respect that. And if anything should change with them and you both happen to be single, I'm sure they'll let you know, they're interested in, you know, a relationship that might still not be with you, but at least you know that they're interested in a relationship now. But, um, yeah, it's just just keep it simple. You know, like if you're looking for somebody, look for somebody that's looking for you or looking for a relationship. And then you can invest in something where you're both on the same page, you know. Oh, oh, I almost forgot one of the most cardinal, like most important rules of the summer. Don't be a cock block. When you go out with your friends and they they hit it off with somebody, don't throw salt in their game trying to don't 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 shake the salt shaker trying to fuck shit up for them, fam. Be the best wing person that you could be if that's necessary, right? Cause sometimes you go out with a friend and they meet somebody that's there by themselves. Let them go. Don't be like, yo, but what about me? What about my ride? Take a Uber, fam. If <laughs> if you're with somebody and they get bagged up. And then the person that bag him got an ugly ass friend with him. Listen, don't nothing hurt to have a little conversation and a drink or two. And if you if you got good homies and a good homegirl, you t- you take a L. This is for the dudes. And you take a L talking to the duck friend like, buy the girl a couple drinks and let your man know. Send a picture of the bill like that. Mm. <laughs> Look, this one was for the team. Send that in. But don't be a cock block, man. Like. Like, there's so much potential summer box and so much potential, like, amazing, like, earth-shattering sex on a one-off in the summertime that really gets um shot to shit because your people don't really be your people. They just be selfish. We got to be the best people that we could be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, I don't, I, again, there's another thing I don't, I'm not really familiar with the whole cock-blocking thing because I don't understand that mind state is like there are plenty of people out here i don't care what they're selling you there are plenty of people out here so if your man is is trying to talk to somebody i mean just let it happen i've never been that dude i'm i'm all for being a wingman i'm i'm happy when my, my my guys you know get this situation popping so i've never been that guy though because i don't know what how do you come back from that so you block your dude your boy, 
And wait, how is that supposed to move after that? You All right, know what so I mean? I kind of, I kind of, I kind of was the cock block at one point. Or at least, at least that's what my boy tells me. For those of you that know me personally, me and my boy Q had a big debate, um, maybe like 10, 12 years ago. Um, this, this is, this is a good, that was a good question. We had that, we had that, we, but you mentioned this in the. No, no, no. So we was out some time ago and, um, riding around the whip, ran past some girls that was like, you know what I mean? Like, like they seem interested. We stopped. We started to have a little conversation. Then the girls hit us with the yo. We going to the bar. Y'all should come with us and buy us some drinks. My whole stance is like, first off, y'all was on y'all way uptown. The like, y'all y'all was on the way into the train station uptown, and um, the bar y'all talking about y'all going to is downtown, and now y'all want us to take y'all downtown in the whip to the bar and buy y'all some drinks. So I looked at my boy and was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and he's just like, nah, shorty, feeling me. But, and I'm like, fam, getting, letting these girls get in this car, driving them back downtown and then going to get them some drinks is not something I'm interested in doing. And it's not going to benefit me. And he's just like nah fam shorty looks in the car she goes what y'all not y'all not with it y'all want to come with us to go get some drinks you don't know how the night might go strike three baby <laughs> when a girl hits you with it you don't know how the night might go she she's hoping that you're thirsty enough to to bite that fish hook and get dragged so i told my boy i was like yo it's a dove fam we going uptown um if you want you could get out the car go with him but um i'm driving uptown i'm not driving these girls to no bar and we argued about this shit for weeks. <laughs> he was just like, yo, fam, how could you? Yo, I ain't never going nowhere with you ever again. How could you cock block like that? Showed he was feeling me. And I was like, fam, how is that going to benefit me? Mm-hmm. That's, that was my line. Like, for summers, he would look at me whenever we was going out somewhere and be like, yo, make sure that this shit benefits you before we go. Because there's a difference between cock blocking and being smart. Let's talk about that. The summer is an a opportune time for men to be taken advantage of. And women, when your thirst levels are on Sahara, like you, you, you have desert thirst. You, there's not enough water or attention that could quench your thirst. People can sense that. And if the right person can sense it, they will seek it out and take advantage of you. I mean, don't be that sucker that gets you a good summer check or... or allows a girl to waste every single one of your summer Fridays and at the end of those four, five, six, ten summer Fridays you don't have depending on how good your job is, you out of a couple hundred bucks and you ain't getting no play. You might have got a tap kiss. Like, quench your thirst, man. Y'all should see Carl. Carl is, I don't know if Carl is like being riveted. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um been a long day, long, long, long day. So, um, but yeah, the uh, at the end of the day, the the, the cock blocking thing is, I don't know, I find that to be more, um, hopefully not my age bracket. Hopefully, hopefully by the time you reach up in your late thirties, you are, um. You don't need to cut your man's, uh, your boy's op- opportunities off for whatever reason that insecurity or what have you. So in 
in this era, I'm hoping that that's not something that's happening, that, you know, we are allowing other people to experience their opportunities and hooking up and not blocking them. So so here's a question for you, K-Dot, and the rest of the listeners out there. Have you ever been cock-blocked? Um, or have you ever cock-blocked somebody? I'm going to put these two questions up on a, on a gram to see how the listeners um, respond. But have you ever been cock-blocked? No, not really, because I don't, I don't let it known who I'm interested in. Like, I'm, I'm always low-key with how I'm, I'm moving. So unless somebody like my boy, I have to know for sure. By the time they find out, we've already, I've already made my, my move. So it's never in a space for somebody to do it. I've definitely never done it. Okay. So uh, wait, you're telling, me that, you're telling me that in all your years, in all your 21 years of life, that you've never been in a situation where a girl is just throwing you signs like, hey, tonight might be the night. Tonight, tonight might be the only night. Um, how far you live from here? And you was with a homie and they was just like, yo, fam, you're going to drop me off first, right? <laughs> I, I think everybody that I'm cool with should know that if that was a scenario, because I would, I'd be out, like, give them that. Do what you got to do. I mean, I think that's just... But what about my ride, fam? Male. <laughs> this, is the, this is the little call you giving me. <laughs> Your ride. Your ride. <laughs> nah. Nah. You got to know better than that. You got to have... Get new friends, brother. Yo, that's a fact, man. Um, I think that being a good friend, one of, one of the, like, unspoken rules and, like, most valuable qualities of a good friend is knowing when and how to take signs and signals and like, you know what I mean? Like apply them appropriately, right? Like you see your man's is out there kicking it with shorty or the dance floor. They doing a one, two. She look him in his eyes like, like Jennifer Lopez in one of those Diddy videos early in the nineties. And you know, like that spark just clicked. All right. Let me see if any of my other homies is at the party or if I'm have to head uptown by myself, like you gotta know when the when the go down when the, when it's going down. You gotta know what's going down, baby. You gotta you just gotta pay attention. <laughs> and I would say, last but not least, always have a game plan when it comes down to the summer. If you meet somebody and you're like, oh, this is a nice girl, it's a nice guy. They they. You got a lot in common. You enjoy their company. No, before you before you give it up, before before you get, before you hit it, before you let them hit. Know what the game plan is. Know that if you catch feelings and this person tell you they don't want to be in a relationship, you got to know how to exit it. You got to know how to um get the fuck out of dodge <laughs> and protect your feelings because. Let me tell you, man, come September, October, be a lot of hurt feelings out here in these streets. When it comes down to um when it comes down to the to the to the playoffs and, and it's cuffing season, it's the final four, and and dudes and girls, dudes and ladies is out here eliminating their 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 picks to to find that one cuddle buddy or that or that forever partner, a lot of people be hurt. You gotta know how to how to like maneuver the lay of the land and know when you gotta get out of there because don't nobody know how emotionally attached or vulnerable you are but you. Yeah. Facts. Facts. 
you know what? There's I'll tell you from experience. It's been a long time ago because I haven't had a single summer in a long time. But I can tell you, some giving somebody some good sex could fuck up a whole summer, especially if they do not know how to handle like the load. Like, hey, <laughs> you said you didn't want a girlfriend, nigga, but now that's what I want to be. <laughs> you got to know how to maneuver these things. Carl, have you ever been in that situation? You you let somebody know you wasn't really you wasn't really with the commit the commitments and was like, look, we could do this, but it's really not gonna be a forever thing. It might be a every other Wednesday thing until a forever thing come along, and then she hit you with the, no nigga, you gonna talk to me? I know you don't really deal with the crazy ones, or at least you don't broadcast it. But what you think, K Dot? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely had, um, you know. Um and go. Yeah, no, I mean I've I've you know definitely been in the scenario where I've made it clear I I don't believe in there being gray areas or you know issues. I try to stay clear of that stuff, so I try to be as transparent as possible at all times. So definitely have said that, but like you said, once once things get once you get spicy, active, yeah. Once you, um, once you get nasty, and yeah, you know, it's. Hold on, wait, was it once you, once you let them exercise the juice rag? Was that uh, what it, the juice? Nah, rag? I didn't. I have no ownership <laughs> of anything to do with the juice rag term, but um, yeah, one, juice rag. once you um, once you get into the active thing, it's just a matter of what you know if that person can actually handle it. A lot of people feel that they can, and sometimes they can, and definitely have been in the scenario where I've been clear, like no. I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I'm just trying to, like, you know, take it one day at a time and, you know, just have some fun and have had that scenario where someone couldn't understand that it was just us kind of hooking up. And also, you know, being, from what I understand, being a, a, a respectful, just a kind person and almost being, like, friends in the scenario, which I guess sometimes can be a little shaky. Like if, if it's just a hookup thing and they can miss, some people can misread you being friendly with that as you being a boyfriend material or, you know, oh, no. moving in that space. Go deeper. Let's, let's hear this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's definitely the, you know, yeah, we hook up, but it's not like we hook up and you're like, ah, oh, your Uber's outside. You might be like, all right, cool. If I if I'm rocking with you, chances are we're cool and you're a cool individual. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not really, I'm not really into just hooking up with random people. Usually it's it's. All right, so real quick, mm-hmm. uh, sorry to cut you off, but um, even when I was smashing girls, I was cool with. Um, I've always been a detached kind of guy, uh, so I was I was very much. Uh, your Uber's outside kind of dude Even when we was cool And it wasn't a, I think that the women I was dealing with In that moment Understood That it wasn't nothing Against them It's just who I was In the moment Um, I had hurt nigga syndrome Hurt nigga syndrome I ain't want nobody To get close yeah. So uh, Cocked back Got my shot off And it was time to go Thanks for stopping by Thanks for listening To my TED talk <laughs> But yeah, sorry to interrupt. 
No, um, no. I mean, it's just, it's just. I guess it's just a, a thing of knowing whether or not you're game for what's happening, and and if once you realize that's the case, if you got to tap out, you got to tap out because I think if again, it takes a lot for someone to know what they want or what they don't want, and when someone tells you that they don't want something, you need to respect that. And if you start to catch feelings, you need to. Carl, say that one more time. Said it takes a lot for someone to know what they want and what they don't want. And when someone says they don't want something, you need to respect their feelings. That is the gem of the day, I think. But you may continue. Yeah. So, you know, and if you start catching feelings, you need to be honest with yourself and, and, and decide to tap out. But don't put it on the other person like they were misleading you. If they've said it and, you know, I've had it be so, well, you didn't act. Like you wanted it to just be that. I said, well, how I wasn't a dick. Like what, what about that was I supposed to do differently? Was I supposed to be callous? Like, no, that's not me. Yeah. I'm, I'm still friendly. I'm still cool. We can kick it. We can watch stuff. I mean, yeah, there are, I, I hear where there are things where people are like, no, you shouldn't be doing that much because then it's like you're investing time. I'm like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not looking at it like that. I don't really just hook up with people that, are super random like I don't get anything from that so there is going to be some sort of a connection where we can just be cool and just kind of like be enjoying each other if you feel like you you're not game for that and you want something more then you by all means should pursue that and just stay true to that for yourself not even anything to do with me or whoever else if you feel like you need to be in a relationship you should be honest with yourself and remove yourself from a scenario where someone tells you they're not interested in a relationship. No matter how much you like them or or are interested in them, you f- just respect yourself. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you telling our lady and gentlemen listeners that if you are the person in the rela- in the situation that is open to a relationship and the significant other is dropping it on you and you falling in love but you know that they don't want to give you no love, you should walk away. Is that what you're saying? I think you should be honest with it. I think you should, if you're catching feelings, I I wouldn't, I don't think there's anything wrong with you explaining to the person, like, look, I'm going to have to step away because, you know, I'm I'm catching feelings. You might, you might, if the other person is, is like, you know, surprised that they're they're open to the fact that, this is actually going in a good space. They might actually be like, you know what? I'm actually considering this being a little bit more because the idea of you leaving now might trigger something for them. Boom. But you should handle it that way more so than just trying to force them into a relationship. Just let them know I'm, you know, going to respectfully bow out because I'm, I'm catching feelings and I know that that's not what this was built on, but I'm going to step away and, um, you know, it's been, it's been real. And, and you'll be you might be surprised by how that response goes, especially because you handled it so well. It might be like, oh, okay, cool. This you know, I actually like you. I don't get I don't get a vibe like it's a pressure to it or what have you. I might want to pursue this other thing. Or I might be like, you know what, I respect the fact that you said that and you know, we did have a good thing and you know, hopefully at some point we cross paths again and and, and maybe I'll be ready for this or, you know, you'll still be in a place where you want this and we can take it from there, but let me um, tell you, that is by far one of the best ways to stay on that hate big head list. 
<laughs> that is one of the best ways to stay on that hey big head list is when you transparent and you and you know that you're listen man i've been i've been donald jones where i want to be at the in, in the middle of the summer at one point and just knew that like yo i'm gonna make a fool out of myself and be big stupid dumb hurt if i do not back out of this situation and you'd be surprised how much people respect that shit or how it might convert into a relationship. Be like, look, let's go out tonight. Go out to eat and just be like, look, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Um, after tonight, I think we should just like distance ourselves because um, I'm kind of catching feelings and I'm not trying to be that nigga to put that pressure on you because I know what you're looking for ain't this. So, yeah. <laughs> Some people don't take it right. Some people be like, why, why would you be so selfish? But the other people would be like, yo, you know, I respect that shit so much. And guess what? When it start to get cold, when they be lonely, when they get the Uber discount for 50% off, they be like, hey, big hair, what you doing? <laughs> and the church say, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. But yeah, man, those, I guess those are some pretty valid, like solid, um, do's and don'ts for the summer like what you think Carl? i think that covers the gambit i mean it's i mean at the end of the day we just want everyone to have a good time enjoy it it's like i said it's short if you're here if you're in la and whatever then eating prawns on the rooftop with rome oh shit i'm 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 slightly jealous because you guys get the extended um weather right conditions but yeah just just enjoy it i mean it's so much fun to have if you it's it's amazing to be in a space with a bunch of people that understand the rules and you don't have to explain it and feelings don't get hurt and people don't, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So if you don't know what to do, um, we have tips. I'm sure you can Google tips. There's ways for you to navigate through the summer and uh, keep you cool. That, yeah. Not be that person. Not be looked at funny in a winter time nope. now. <laughs> have somebody blocking you and on IG and on or the have phone somebody and rub somebody so, so wrong that they get off the train call when you get <laughs> or they're leaving establishments. You walk in the club, they're like, "Oh, yeah, I was time leaving. to go." They go that nigga. Yes. Um. With that being said, if you are not already doing so, make sure that you are following us um individually and as a unit on Instagram and um sorry Instagram and Twitter. Um, I am. My, I am. You know who the fuck I am. <laughs> See, we both um, we both a little drained. <laughs> yo, it's been a long day. But um, you can follow me on Instagram at life as regular Joe. All spelled regularly, and that is my personal page. So that's where um, I do all the raunchy ass talking and share like the personal shit and the music and all that other stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I keep it simple. You can follow me on um, IG, Twitter, whatever else. It's all the same. It's at Carl Ferguson Jr. That's K A R L F E R G U S O N J R. Yeah, you know, holla at me, hit me up. You know, you know what? I want to take that shit back because this nigga giving a photography page. That's nah. that's my everything. I know that's your only I, yeah, page. I don't, I yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not. First of all, I don't. Sidebar, I don't I don't really look at social media as a personal space. I think you should just do what you do. Nah. And so for me, if I if it wasn't for a business page, I wouldn't be on any of these things. I'm old. I do not think that social media is beneficial to you in life and growth other than that. But 
yes, for business, for podcasts, for all of that, I'm all game. But yeah, now I keep my personal pretty much to myself. Yeah, so you can follow me at Life Is Regular Joe or Joe underscore Chia because I have to. Um, I I do my best not to put the personal shit on the Joe Chia Instagram page, but a lot of the polls and um searching for topics and guests happen on that page. So I guess that's a good one to share. Um, for the other two members of the team that are not present, make sure you follow Pete at. Peter P E T E R Monsanto M O N S A N T O on Instagram and make sure you follow in um L A Rome Big Prawn Rome AKA Croc Stepper AKA <laughs> Young Tesla AKA Butterfly Doors Bitch What <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow L A Rome on um Instagram at Photos by Rome Rome is spelled R O M E and then last but not least make sure you follow in the team as a collective on Instagram and Twitter. At the or the T T H E M C M pod P O D. So the M C M pod. And that is where you'll be able to find us. Um, thank you for tuning in to episode 32 of the Man Crush Mondays podcast, a podcast for men by men with a little bit of love from the women. This is African Ash Joe. And this is BX Carl. And we out. Peace. Just under an hour, but a little bit shorter than what the previous ones have been. Um, me and Carla feeding off of one another's energy, which we both happen to be on the red part of the iPhone mm-hmm. 4 battery right Absolutely. now, draining quickly. So we're going to be signing out. Um,